Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, blessed and free family, wherever you may be listening to from. Welcome to another podcast from Blessed and Free 63, where we'll start off with a word of prayer and then we'll go into what the Lord has to say. Father God, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for all that you're doing and all that you continue to do. Father God, we thank you that whatever you have for us, Father God, that we will receive it. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And the word is, will you have the courage to cross over? <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to read you from Joshua and it's chapter three and it's verse 14 to, to, to 17. And it says, so when the people broke camp to cross the Jordan, the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of them. Now the Jordan is a flood, is an in flood, all during our office. Yes, as soon, yet as soon as the priests who carried the ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the water's edge, the water from upstream stopped flowing. It piled up in a heap a, a great distance away at a town called Adam in the vicinity of Zariah. While the water flowing, while the water flowing down, to the sea of the Arabon and the salt sea was completely cut off. So the people crossed over opposite Jericho. The priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan while all Israel passed by until the old nation had, complete, had completed the crossing on dry ground. These are the words of the Lord. And the word is, the word is, will you, will you have courage enough to cross over? I've been looking into the, the Jewish roots of Christianity. And when I look, I see that it, it, it takes, it takes courage to step out into doing something different. You know, sometimes you've done something all all the year round all the years and your your eyes have been opened to something else to your jewish roots and you're looking and you're seeing that even though even though the jewish people don't some of them not all of them because some do take yeshua as their savior even though they don't, they still follow the biblical rules. The feasts, when the feasts that God tells them to, to celebrate on this day, they do it. They do it. <laughs> they do it. All the feasts, tabernacles, Pentecost, all of them, Passover, they do it. And I was reading something the other day, and it said, what it said is that the old church, the old church from when Christ was here, the old, the old church used to celebrate Passover, not Easter, Passover. And it said that sometimes some, there's, there's those that used to go into the synagogue on a Saturday and some would go to church on a Sunday. Because they all knew that everything was based on the Jewish roots. And it was only when, is it Constantine or something, came into the church. 
that it changed the it changed the Passover to Easter and then Christmas came into it and those who decided that they still would would celebrate Passover they were per persecuted and some of them had to run because it became a crime to it became a crime to celebrate Passover and I don't know if if people look at it from a point of view from this point of view if someone that was a Roman and they were fighting against the church fighting against God fighting against Jesus why why have they been given the authority because it must be based on rank because they say that because he's a Roman and because I don't know if, if what I don't know even the emperor or whatever based on rank you can go into the church and then just change the rules that you want to say this is what you want why is it <laughs> didn't anybody think that if we used to celebrate this why should we make someone just come in and then they just come into the church and say we want we want to celebrate Christmas the 25th of December we want to celebrate Easter and don't let us celebrate the Passover why not the children of Israel still came out of Egypt it's a fact they came out of Egypt so they went into their promise so why wouldn't you celebrate something that actually happened why would you stop celebrating it and i think that somebody would i was listening to someone the other day and they was talk, they were saying something and <laughs> what they were saying <laughs> i can see their point and the point that was saying is that sometimes not all the time sometimes when people say that they come to the faith and they believe in jesus they don't always they don't always because you'll find that the church is broken down from the inside. They come inside and they break it down. They, don't, they know that from the outside they can't break it down. But they, they know from the inside they can. And the person was saying the reason why there's a problem sometimes in the church it was a, a past actually it was a minister the reason why there's problem in the church is because as christians we accept because because we say this is what proves if you're if you believe and we accept everyone coming in and say yes i believe that i believe this and sometimes people will go through everything they'll go through baptism everything because they're on an assignment from the devil to break down the church and it doesn't matter what they have to do, they'll do it. They'll confess anything just to get on the inside because they've, they realize that it's easier to break down something from the inside than the outside. Because when, when something's on the outside, you build up a defense against it. But when you get it on the inside, you, 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 you accept it and you don't notice it sometimes what's happening. But the devil is breaking it down. And that's what Constantine came into the came into the church to do, break it down. That that we could idol worship, that we could worship the, the goddesses and things what they what they used to worship. And that the, the things that 
God, the thing that God would say that we should do, we should believe in, they they make people look down on it to say, if you think that's right, that's not right. Let that's it started from there. The breaking down of the church started from there till we where we are now. That people that uh, people uh, have the tradition and worshiping certain things, having certain festivals and and days, holy days that they, that are not holy, but they've just made it. And because they've made it, what when did it, when did man when did man's word become more powerful than God's word? When did that happen? When did that happen? That the creator of heaven and earth word came second to man's word. When did that really happen? That that men could go can go into a building and say that they represent God, and then they can vote. To put aside the things that God says should be the way his church should operate. When did when did men get this authority and who gave it to them? Because I know that Jesus gave us the authority. Gave us the authority to step on scorpions and everything else. But he didn't give us the authority to change his word. And that is what's happening now. That is what's happening now. And there still is, there still is men and women of God that will stand up and speak the truth no matter what it causes them. Because what I realize is that, you know, the Bible said, they say that man could live to 120. <laughs> And even if it was more than 120, they would still have to die. We still have to die. So why is it that we swap eternity for 100 and something years? That means that if somebody's saying, this is what you should, this is what you should follow. This is what we should do. Even with Lent, where does Lent come from? I've never celebrated Lent because I don't understand it. I don't know what Lent has got to do with anything. Give up this or give up that. Don't eat. We, we, the thing about it, we're so we're so involved in in the in the milk that they, that we don't have time for solid food. And that that's what that's what uh, Paul said. When when you should be when you should be eating solid food. You've still, you've still got to be drinking milk because you don't really understand what this gospel is, who Christ is, what he came for to do, what he came to give you, what the enemy had stolen. And you still allow the enemy to steal. Because when you, when you say it's, it's going to be a, when you said, if God said, you don't, when God says that, Liars, thieves, homosexuals and everything else, backbiters, deceivers and everything else, drunkards and all that, won't, won't, get, won't have a place in heaven. Why do you think that if you start to say, I, I bless you, I bless you, I bless you, that God is going to say, now, we ex now I accept you? What God has said, God has said, what he has said, he has said, and whether we like it or not, whether we like it or not, it, a hundred bishops, a hundred apostles, a hundred ministers could change it. 
but it does not make a bit of difference. Because whatever God says is going to happen, that's what's going to happen. Whatever God says that are, are the fruits of whatever we're doing. And God says that the fruits of what you're doing is hell. That's where we're going to go. No man, the only man that, that came and, and talked for us was Jesus when he, he came in flesh and he died on the cross. He did his work, but there's no other man that's going to come and say, this is what you're going to, you can do this, you can do this, and that's all right. No, no other man. And even the Bible tells you, even if an angel comes with a different doctrine, don't believe them. Because Jesus has already said the word. And that is what it is. When we go through life. When we go through life. And all different situations. Praise God. Just as, just as Joshua told the children of Israel. When you're crossing over. When you're crossing over. And the water is separated. Take a stone. Take a stone. Because nobody's going to believe you. Take a stone. Bring evidence. Take a stone. And in generations to come. When your children ask you. What, what's that funny looking stone there? Where did that come from? This was when. God took us out of Egypt. Moses took us part the way to the promised land and Joshua took over and God was with us all the way. And the priests went before us, they stepped into the water and that every, the water went back and we could pick up a stone and walk through. It's a remembrance. And as we, as we go through life, situations, illness, Break, break up of relation, divorce and all different things that happens in this life. We have to have a stone. Whether it's a, whether it's a verse, whether it's a picture, but we have to have a stone. That if anybody wants us to, to tell them why. Why do you believe that? Why have you got that up there? Because this is my stone. Because I know that God has been faithful to me. And this is my evidence. This is my stone. And in order to get that stone, you have to be able to have the courage to cross over. To cross over into a different way of thinking. A different mindset. Looking at things in a different way. I know that this in the Passover season... The, I know that Jewish households, people who celebrate Passover, they clean up their house to take, get rid of the yeast. Get rid of the yeast in the house. Yeast in the house. And they do it. I was talking to a Jewish couple today. Mother, no, mother and son today. And they, they, they follow the Passover. They, they don't really believe that Yeshua is their savior but they follow the Passover they clean they're gonna clean out their house and I said to I said to them that you know God honors those who 
honor his word and he blesses the Jewish people because they follow his biblical words and they said, <laughs> said I know <laughs> they know they know they are blessed because they believe in the Torah they believe what it says they believe the blessings that God says that they'll get and I realize that sometimes the reason why even as Christians we don't get the benefits of God's blessing there's a lot more that we could get is because we can't be bothered we can't be bothered we don't have the courage to step out because if other people's been towing this line why should I drop that line now even when I know that it can't be so because people check up and they say uh, this can't be right because Jesus is of the tribe of Judah that's not that's not uh, December that would be April, that would be <laughs> that would be March April the month of Nisan they look into things and they they can see that it, it does it it does it doesn't really make sense but I'll follow it anyway because you know what been following it for years so even if it's gonna even if you have a chance to turn around you're gonna just follow that same road even if you're heading in the wrong direction does it make sense does it make sense sometimes the reason why we don't get the big the big bountiful blessing that we should is because we want to hold on to this we want to hold on to something that's smaller when we could get an overflow because sometimes and say ah oh, you're going to look for the use in your house oh i've bought these self-raising flower i've bought this all purpose flower i'm not good why should i put my flower my flower out it costs me money it could it could only be a few pounds a few dollars compared to what god has in store and that's why the jewish people the jewish people will do it because they they're seeing the blessings of them doing those things and it's a time as christians that we should stand up stand up and be who god has called us to be trust him follow his word he said if he says that the sabbath is the day that you should rest they said even in, they said in israel even the the, the lifts don't work don't work on the sabbath so if you're there on holiday and you and you live so and, and your, your, your your room is up so you're, you're going to be taking the stairs because they they're they're following it because they see the blessings that they get out of it. And we as Christians that God has put in our hearts to get to know him more. That Jesus said salvation is of the Jews. And we, oh, that's not for this time. Oh, you know, we're caught upon grace so much that we don't, that we don't, we don't live the life that God has called us to live. Because we think that with grace we can do what we like, we can do what we like. We can just we can just say, oh, we, I'm a Christian," and we, that's it. Because we're by grace, we we don't have to be doing anything. We don't have to. We, if we don't have to want to read our Bible, we don't have to read it. If we don't want to do this, we don't have to do this, because it's grace. But James also said, 
Faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. Because you've got to be doing something to show that you've got the faith. Because I was listening to someone the other day. I think it was a rabbi that was that was talking. And he was talking about the blood over the door. And he, and he was saying. When, when, when Moses told the children of Israel. To put the blood over the door. It was a, it was a work of faith. Faith. Because they had to believe that killing the, the lamb and putting the blood over their door was going to let the dead angel pass over them. They had to have faith in that word that Moses gave them. Do you think, that, do you think there may be some that, that didn't listen to the word? We don't know about them, but do you think there's some that's always, that will say, uh, what, what use is that? That's not going to make no... What use is that? That don't make sense. That's not something that I've done before. Do you think there was some that said that? There may have been. There may have been. But it was faith that made them kill the lamb. Kill the lamb. Put the blood on the door. Cook, roast it, eat it, and made sure that everybody, there was enough that everybody could eat. There wasn't none left over. So according to the household. But they had faith. And they said, get, eat your meal and get ready. Because after this last thing that God's going to do, you're going to have to leave in a hurry. And at least when you've got, you've, at least when you've had something to eat, when you've done all that, when everything has passed, when you've put the thing on the, at least you know that you'll be able to stand up to whatever is coming. We as Christians have to know that because Jesus went on the cross for us, he wants us to have a true faith in him. And yeah, it costs something. Because sometimes people say that when I say I don't celebrate Christmas, my family are upset with me. If I say I don't celebrate this, my family don't like it. It costs something to stand up to say, I don't believe that anymore. Mm -mm, I don't believe that. I, well, I'm going to I'm going to follow what, what God says. Mm. Do you have the courage to cross over? From what from man's tradition from man's tradition into God's word. And it's going to take courage to cross over. But if we do trust God and know that he's on the other side waiting for us, we can cross over. Because I know that I was years ago, I went to um, a conference and the, the pastor that was preaching was talking about the children of Israel. And he was saying, just imagine how, how terrifying it must have been for them as well when they was crossing over the Red Sea and when it went up in the air. Just imagine, just imagine how spectacular that was when you just walk something that, when you, even when you think about it, 
you were walk, you're walking and you're actually walking through the sea and if if you if you look up if you look up you're going to see the water standing up and you don't want to look up you just hold your head straight up just follow the other person because it's terrifying and just imagine just imagine the children of Israel saw all that and in the end they still they still was following the other people that were around them to worship false gods when they've seen the God of the Bible at work in their life in their life taking them out of bondage setting them free after being beaten down and everything else and that's what God has come to do that's what Jesus came to do after we've been beaten down for so long with sin by the enemy being slave to sin he came and he set us free and we still don't want the full gospel we want a watered down version that is easier for us but it's not about that it's about crossing over will you cross over today will you cross over to that life of faith in God knowing that he will do what only he can do in Jesus mighty name I pray father God we thank you we thank you for your goodness we thank you for your good mercy we thank you for your love that you sent Jesus to die for us we thank you for the resurrection that we know that we have a new life as you've raised him from the dead you'll raise us back to life and we've always we've already been resurrected with a new life help us to live this new life father god help us to live this new life help us to cross over into the promised land of victory of the abundant living that jesus said that we should have that he died that we should have no more mediocre no more half measures but a hundred percent Father God, may you continue to watch over us. May you continue to guide us. May you give us the courage to cross over. Not being worried. Not, 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 not be like. Not be, not be like um, Sodom and Gomorrah. When, she was, when Lot's wife was told, don't look back. And she looked back to the old ways and the things that she had supposed to have left behind. And she turned into a pillar of salt. Father God, let us not go back to that old life that we lived before. But give us this abundant life, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And the Bible says, if you truly repent of your sins and ask God to give you this new life that Jesus died that you should have, not pretending and trying to destroy the church from the inside. Not going on the devil's mission, but really believing and trusting in the living God. He said he'll give you a new life. And he'll help you to walk in your destiny and your purpose. That he created for you from you in your mother's womb. And you'll get baptized. You'll, you'll learn about the Bible, the word of God. You'll build a relationship with him. And you'll move from darkness into his perfect light. Being all that he called you to be. In Jesus mighty name I pray. Amen. Have a blessed Passover season. 
at the blessed resurrection season and be all that God has called you to be and dare have the courage to cross over. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Jesus loves you and so do I. And thank you all so much for listening to Blessed and Free 63 where Yeshua is Lord and King. Amen.